Hi there. Thank you for joining us on this week's sermon podcast of Living Word Pretoria East. We believe that this message will bless your heart and enrich your walk with Jesus. Praise be to the living God. Hallelujah. Praise be to the living God. Hallelujah. Our God who never sleeps nor slumbers. Our God never faints. He's a mighty God. We serve a mighty living and loving God. Hallelujah. I greet you all in the mighty, wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. I say I greet you all in the mighty, wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. It's amazing. You know, I am at home here. I don't even feel Mammy Lodi sick. I hear the Mammy Lodi amens. <laughs> Oh, Lord, you are awesome. As we were taking communion, you know, a word of encouragement from Isaiah 53. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. I declare healing upon our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Healing physically, healing emotionally, even healing in our finances, in our families, healing in whatever that we've been trying to do but couldn't get it right. The blood of Jesus is speaking on our behalf as we are talking in the name of Jesus Christ. This name, when I call this name, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. This is not just a name. It's the name of a king. My family love you lots. Thank you so much, Pastor Natasha and Pastor Vilma in his absentia. It is such an honor for me to come and share the word of God with my family here. I'm not a visitor. And I thank again our father and mother, our parents, Uncle Neville and uh, Mama Rina, you know, for obeying God. When he sent them, they said yes to the calling. And uh, I'm speaking under the unction of Holy Spirit that there will be more church planters in this place in the name of Jesus. Yes, I hear an amen from the church planters in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I will call it time and time and again. I'm crazy about Jesus. I'm a Jesus freak. Woo. We're going to find a scripture reading today from the book of Mark 11, 1 to 6. All a new King James Version. It reads thus. Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. And he said to them, go into the village opposite you and as soon as you have entered as you have entered it, you will find a cult tied and which no one has set. Lose it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you, what are you doing this? Say this. 
the Lord has, has a need of it, and immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the uh, brook outside on the street, and they loosened it. But some of those who stood there said to them, what are you doing? Losing that cult? And they spoke to him just as Jesus had commanded. So they let them go. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, O oh God. May it be you speaking, King of glory, on my behalf. More of you, Father, and less of me. In Jesus' mighty name. As I was preparing the message, I thought the Lord will take me to the usual path of the Palm Sunday. The Lord was introducing me to say, Jesus is always in control. Jesus sent them, the disciples, to go and bring him that cult. And he knew because he is God. He knew before what was going to happen. Because he is all-knowing and he is always in control. Yes, this scripture is to encourage us that whatever we do, we may have prayed for a long time. We may have been sick. We may have been looking for a job or anything that may be troubling you. Listen, the God that you serve is all-knowing. He is a commander. He is in charge. And there is nothing whatsoever that is impossible with him. Nothing is impossible with our God. Because he does not sleep nor slumber. He's keeping watch 24-7 over us, his beloved. When we are resting, when we are sleeping, the great commander is at work. And so now, I have a question for us. Are we positioned, family, to can receive all of his promises from his word? Seeing that he's a commander in charge, seeing that he's a rewarder, of those who diligently seek after him. He rewards us. Can you imagine? Just by drawing near to him, as he draws near to us, he, we get a reward. There is no way in which the Lord will not reward us if we keep his commands. We just need to fill us up, fill ourselves up with his word. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word endures forever. His word, you know, when we indulge in his word, it is active and it is alive because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. Have you ever thought deep into this? When we read the word, we, 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 we taking Jesus, we eating the scroll, we are filling ourselves up with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, the Messiah. When you read that word, you are reading life. It is, he is the bread of life. Not Albani. Not a sunbake, but Jesus Christ, the bread of life. Men shall not live by bread alone. We shall not live by bread alone, but by indulging in the word. Let me tell you this. 
You, 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 you open your Bible. Yes, enter into your quiet time. Have your time. Spend time with the Lord. As you do that, you will feel immediately that you will feel a change. I'm talking from experience. As you read this word, you feel deep within you. You know, sometimes when I go drink water, when I'm studying, I feel as if I'm walking on trampoline. And I will walk and uh, look and I see, hey, it's my heart floor. But uh, it will be so nice. There will be a, a, a zing in my body. And I will be knowing that uh, the Lord is at work in my life. He is doing something. He is the unchangeable changer. He doesn't change, but he changes our situations. He changes our situations. Oh, glory, glory. Let us say Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to our Jesus. Oh, my word. Jesus is so good. He knows the future. When he was sending the disciples, he already knew what was going to happen. If Jesus knows our future, let us be positioned and stand boldly and say, I can face the future because my Jesus reigns. He is the chief commander. Then we can face the future boldly so. We do not live our lives anyhow in Christianity. He's a sweet, good God. But we need to follow his commands. We need to follow his word. We need to meditate on this book of the law day and night. The Satanists are chanting. The witches and wizards are chanting. Whatever they are chanting. We need to meditate on this word of God, when we are feeling sick, when we feel uh, defeated, then we come to a point of remembering the word and we stand up, shake off the rubble in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, even though the righteous can fall seven times, but they shall yet rise again. I like uh, Jehoshaphat. When he learned that there were vast armies coming to attack him, what did he do? He was human. He was human. The Bible clearly tells us that he feared. But I like that fear because it's fear that propelled him to be on his knees. He prayed. He called a national fast. Even the, the feeding mothers were on fast. He called everybody. And when they were on fast, that's when the Lord spoke. He spoke through one of the people. Let me tell you, this battle, we like concentrating on the battle instead of concentrating on the creator and the Bible clearly tells us in 2nd Chronicles uh, 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 that uh, 2015 that the battle is not us, the battle is the Lord's. The battle belongs to the Lord's. Father God knows that if we fight this battle, we are mortal. We will become weary. We will become discouraged. We will become tired. Uh, tired. Let us put our uh, focus on Jesus Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith, who died for our sins. No one else died for our sins, but Jesus did. When, when Cain killed Abel, the blood of Abel cried. The Lord heard the cry 
of Abel. But now the Bible is telling us that the blood of Jesus speaks greater things. It speaks more than the blood of Abel, more than the blood of animals. I am happy that we are diverse cultures here. A rainbow nation. Clap hands for the Lord who brought the rainbow nations together in this place. It's because someone else will understand when I say the blood, the, the, the bones do not have a voice, nor the blood of goats and chickens and cows don't have a voice. Hallelujah. And someone else will understand when I say those crystals, those, uh, uh, the, 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 what do they call them? Yeah. Some, some, uh, they, they, they consult the, 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 the Fiji boss. Some, they, the, the scent readers, the palm readers. That's the, 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 the word I needed that slipped my mind. The palm readers don't have a voice. But Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, has a voice and his blood speaks. As I'm speaking now, as we are uh, sharing the gospel, the blood of Jesus is continually speaking on our behalf we need to rise we are blessed we need to arise and as we arise we must shine for the glory of the Lord is risen upon us these days there's so much darkness that has covered the world thick darkness dense darkness has covered the world but his glory is risen upon me and you we are sons and daughters of the light in the name of Jesus. Our Jesus knows the future. Hallelujah. Jesus is always in control. That's the heading of our message. He is always in control. And so now, I like the scripture in the book of Philippians. Uh, Philippians is full of uh, truth and principles of living victoriously. I like that book. You become so encouraged. They were there. You know, when the Apostle Paul wrote this book, he wrote it from, uh, 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 from prison. Chances are, you know, it was not okay. He was not writing from a point where he was relaxed. But because he had Christ in him, the hope of glory, he wrote a lot of gospels. And now, one of them, one of the books is uh, Philippians. That was written from prison, a book of great joy. And so Philippians 1 verse 6 reads thus, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul was pleased with the Philippians. And then he says, you know, he, he was confident of this very thing, of this very point, that there is someone who began a good work in them. And our God, our perfect good God, doesn't leave any work incomplete in us. The Bible says he will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That's how good and how awesome our Father in heaven is. I'm standing boldly like this, speaking life to us today to say we are seated here. We are gathered here because we love the Lord, because we fear the Lord, because we reverence the good God. And I'm encouraging you that don't try to fix yourself. Don't try to fix that crown Allow Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to fix it for you. Because you will get weary. We get tired as humanity. He 
has definitely started a good work. A lot of people are relaxing at home. They didn't see it worthy to come and uh, gather together saints. Some are despising the assembly of the believers. The Bible says we must not despise the assembly of the believers. Whether it's during the week, that prayer meeting, do come. As long as the angel of the house has called that meeting. Let me tell you, the Lord, when we come together, he already has a weight that's going to change my life. He already has a word in place that's going to change me and you. Let us get in, in, let us get used of coming, of honoring when we need to come together as believers. I was saying this that you honor this day today because there is a seed that is planted deep within you. And the good Lord has started a work in you. Our awesome God is at work. The God who knitted us in our mother's wombs, he's at work right now, continuing. Hallelujah. With the good work that he has started till Jesus comes, our father will never rest. He will never rest till the good work is completed in us. Isn't that love at its best? The agape love of God, our God who never gives up on us. He never gets tired. He never gets weary. He never accuses us. He's not a, an accuser of the brethren. Only Satan is. Only the devil is an accuser of the brethren. We need to be positioned. The Lord is at work. He began a good work. He will complete it in the name of Jesus. Numbers 23 verse 19 read thus. God is not man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? No one created God. The Bible says heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. Whatever he said in his word, he will accomplish it. He's not meant to lie, nor a son of men to repent. Not even a single day will our God say, I made a mistake. Natasha, my girl, I made a mistake. Whatever I meant about your future uh, is not possible. There is no way that our God will say that. He is not a son of men to repent. He is God all by himself. All that he needs from us is his worship from us. You know, the... the, 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 the the Bible tells us that we have to come to him. All of us who are burdened, who are weary and heavy laden, he will give us rest. True rest is in Christ Jesus. On our own, we'll never be able to do a thing. True rest is in Christ Jesus. James 1.22 says, but he... But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Oh Lord. When we come to the assembly of the believers or when we read the word and we do not live according to the word, the Bible says we are deceiving ourselves because there's nothing at all that we'll be able to accomplish without the word. The word of God is alive. It is sharper. Listen, we know sorts, hey? But the Bible says it's sharper than any double-edged sword. You hold that sword, this side is still sharp. You 
take it the other way around. It's still sharp. It still does the work. That's how the word of God is. And it pierces through, dividing the soul and the spirit. It divides the bones and the marrow. It penetrates through our lives. It is alive. It is active. His word is Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. If we take Jesus, if we indulge in him, if we believe in him, there's no way in which he will not separate us from anything that we are struggling or something that is not of him and we are holding on to. I came with Sister Caroline she ministered so much for me. I was like, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I was impressed because she took, you know, a lot of time not coming to church. And as I was uh, praying to say, Lord, who must I take with? The Lord showed me her. I called her. She said, Mama, I'm going with you. But the way she was ministering to me to say, Mama, I am tired of the life that I am living. I just want God and God alone. What do we do when the Lord has entrusted us with sheep? We do not force them nor tell them harsh words, but we pray for them. What amazed me this morning is a perfect personal touch of God upon his life. She was ministering to me, telling me about the soul ties. You know, I was saying, praise God. I was praising God. There is time for everything. You are a blessing, Sis Carol. She just lost his son. And... Uh, the Lord just told me, call her. Call Caroline. I called. When I called, she said, Mama, I will come and see you. Next time I'll come. Okay. But the Lord continued the next week. Call Caroline. I called. I said, but Holy Spirit, am I not supposed to wait for her first? Holy Spirit said, call. My servant called. When I called, she said, Mama, you know, it's like I'm stepping on one place. I'm uh, uh, coming from work, they say, my son is not doing well. That day, I didn't have transport. I had to rush to her place, running. And then on arrival, I found uh, his son not doing well. The Lord told me, lead him to me. I prayed for him. I led him to the Lord. He went to hospital, came back being better. There was hope. In that state where we had hope, and he passed on. But awesome God, who is not pleased by a death of a sinner, he loved him so much that he gave him a chance to say the sinner's prayer. A chance to repent. That's why we are not supposed to be judging each other. Because God loves us. And so now, we need to be praying for each other. We need to be praying for each other. That was just this testimony. Sometimes we pray for healing and uh, God knows what he wants. And we need to say, Lord, your way and not our way. God doesn't bring premature death to us. The enemy does. But there are some instances where the Lord allows things to happen for a reason. And I was telling her that God knew that maybe after this, he might go back to his life. And then when Satan came like a flood, the spirit of the Lord uplifted the standard. The Lord said, 
you are not killing him, but he's coming home to be with me. Heaven has gained. Heaven did gain. Let us continue. I like testimonies because they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Jesus is always in control. Let us read John 15, 1 to 4. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word that I have already spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless, neither can you unless you abide in me. Jesus Christ is the true vine, and our Father God is the vine dresser. All that Jesus needs is for us to abide in him and him in us. He needs us to be knitted with him. He needs us to be one with him. He needs us to understand his heartbeat. How do we understand that? His yoke is easy. By reading the word, by prayer and intercession, making supplications, we become intertwined and living other things that are not of God. Holy Spirit is so good. When we do anything that is not of him, he has this still voice of telling us that please don't. But the voice of the devil will be saying, pop, 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 do it, do it, do it, do it. And so we need to come to a point whereby we are intertwined with the Lord God Almighty, with Jesus. Hallelujah. When we are one with him, when we abide in him and him in us, that doesn't mean there won't be temptations. That defeated fool tempted Jesus after 40 days of fasting and prayer. How much more about us? We need to come to a point whereby we understand that we share the same DNA with Jesus and that he is a forgiving, loving God. The blood of Jesus Christ was shed on Calvary. We're coming to a very important week. We, this is the beginning of it. In Christianity... This is the crux of Christianity where our Lord and Savior died for us on the cross of Calvary. Is there any dad here who will just give his son, any dad with one son who will give the child away to die for the sins of the nations? No one. No one. Even if you have many, you will never give up that one son. You will never give up that one son. But our God did so. Why? Because of his love for us. We, 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 we serve an amazing father. His love and his thoughts about us, we cannot fathom. He's too good. He just wants us to abide in him. Jesus wants us to abide in him who is the true vine. The vine dresser will come and prune us. We need pruning. Some things happen to us because the Lord is pruning us. And when that pain comes, you know, when you prune the roses, the flowers, you'll see there's a, a sappy, you know, like milk coming out. Always I say, okay, I just liken it to the blood when we are pruned. We feel so much pain when we are pruned. 
And that pain is preparing us for the gospel. If you know for sure that you are praying, if you know for sure that you are reading the word, never ever think God has forgotten about you. Know that the most high God is preparing greater things for you and you need to be pruned. We need to be pruned in order for us to, to have that capacity. In order for us to be a good foundation. Never ever lose heart. You may say, pastor doesn't know the pain that I'm going through. But I'm encouraging you to say never mind the pain never mind the pain father god is at work just be positioned don't ever leave your position don't ever leave your position read the word because as we do that we come to understand who god really is just wait upon the Lord. Those who wait upon the Lord, their strength shall be renewed. Hallelujah. They will mount up on uh, wings like eagles. They will run and not faint. They will walk and not get weary. Just keep on waiting upon the Lord. Remind yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. When Friday comes, come to the gathering of the believers to come and get more encouragement. Go home and read more scriptures about what happened. And then you will love the Lord more. You will understand how God loves you. You will be intertwined with him. No hunger, no sickness, not, no lack will make you ever think that God doesn't love you. He's a loving God. My main message today is to say he is the vine and the father is the vine dresser. And every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Do we want to be taken away? Yes, if we are aside, we will become dry. If we are not connected to the vine, we will become dry. Come, my sister. When we are connected, here is the vine. And I am the branch. Whatever is in the vine comes through me. And I will have life. I will bear fruit. Hallelujah. But if I decide, it's fine. If I decide to be on my own, it's my own story. The blood of Jesus won't have a work in my life. The word won't have a work to do in my life because I left Jesus alone. Hallelujah. Because I left the true vine alone, I am on my own. There is no connection at all. We need to allow the connection. Be like this with Jesus. Be ins uh, 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 inseparable with him. When we are together with Jesus, when we are together with him, there is life and not just life, everlasting life. There's everlasting life in Christ Jesus and no one can take it from us. No one can take it from us. Am I speaking to God's people who hears and understand this? Do we understand this? It is so important. 
It is so important our father doesn't sleep nor slumber for our case. He loves us so much. Let us abide in his shadow. You see, when you see my shadow, I'm just next to my shadow. Let us abide in his shadow. It means let us not be far from God. Material things comes and go. We leave them here on earth. Sometimes we spend sleepless nights because I don't have a certain watch. While I have a cell phone where I can see time. Some things that we want in life are not even needs. He takes care of our needs. He is so good. Let us take each day at a time. Colossians 5.22 to verse 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faith, um, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Let's go and check this list. Let us go and tick which one do I lack. If I abide in him and him in me, I will bear fruit. And this, what I've mentioned, is the fruit of the Spirit. And once we flow in this fruit of the Spirit, we know for sure that we'll be pleasing to the Lord God Almighty. Nothing comes from Mahala. But what I know is that his yoke is very easy. You know, in my culture, people have to, how much is a cow? A price of the cow. Please signal to me. I didn't check the time where I started. I can go on and on. <laughs> when I talk about my Jesus, I know you can also go on and on. Because there's a very precious name. In my culture, people slaughter cows. Someone from a shack. When a sangoma say they need a cow. They will make it a point that the family come together. And bring money together to buy that cow. I'm talking about something that I see happening. And... Now, Jesus doesn't want all of that. Others are Satanists, all cultures. Others are Freemasons, all cultures. They do things. They do blood sacrifices. They kill a, a people to get the blood sacrifices. Wow. But Jesus, the blood of his son, did it once and for all. Let us celebrate this coming Friday. Let us celebrate on the 7th. Yes. You did well for a picnic. It's a day worth to be celebrated. A day of remembrance of what our Lord and Savior did for us. No one else can die for us but he did. There's power in the word of God. There's power in the word of God. Hebrews 4.12, I will say it again, and I've said it before, for the word of God is living. It is living. It is not just the pages from a book. We have to live and walk in the spirit for it to be alive. It is living and powerful and sharper than any double-edged sword pissing even to the division of the soul and the spirit and of joints and marrow and is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the hearts. We cannot rob Jesus. We cannot rob the weight. I feel in my spirit that there are people seated here they have tried all 
and you say, I am discouraged, but I still have hope. You know what? It is so good for you to be here even if you are discouraged because you have hope. You know that your Redeemer lives. You say, I'm in this place and sometimes I feel as if God is not with me. I was once in that place where I thought I am alone. My grandfather was a reverend Lutheran church, reverend. I was young, abused by a stepmother who was mommy's friend. Mommy was taken out the house. Her friend came into the house as my stepmother, I'm my mother's replica. And I think, now thinking back, you know, the way she used to hit me and tell me all things. I, maybe most of you knows this testimony, that you are ugly. You look like your mother. I started cleaning very early, doing house chores. And now I know, now I understand that... <clears throat> Being a perfectionist, where I have cleaned, I don't shove it down my children's throat. It was shoving down my throat. Because when I clean, I stand like this, and I don't want to see a dust particle. I even feel that, take off my shoes and say, no, no, there's dust here. Isn't that sickness to an extent? But now I'm in control because my father is in control of my life. Jesus is in control. I have come to a point when I feel a dust particle, I said, no, ugh, it doesn't matter. When my child did a mistake, I said, uh -uh, it doesn't matter. I don't want to treat her like I was treated by this stepmother. What brought a change is the word of God that is in my life. It is a, a Jesus who is continually ministering to me. And you say, I find myself doing the things I do not want to do. I find myself being discouraged. There is this thorn in my flesh. If you feel the thorn in your flesh, come. Let us pray with you. I want you to know that the one who died for me and you, he's a, he's a gracious God. And his grace is sufficient for you and me. I want you to come to the front and let's pray. By praying, we speak to our Father in heaven. By praying, we speak to the soon coming King. By praying, we say, Daddy, our trust is in you and it's in you alone. Our God who never changes. Come to the front. Let us pray. If you need prayers, come. We'll minister to you. Our God is loving. La seteliaka shatala mandelebos. Father God, as your children are coming, Father, I thank you for the great things that you've already prepared for them, great things that you have in store for them, O oh God. Lord God, this is a step of faith that they are taking, Lord, because they know that Without faith, we cannot please God. They know, Lord, that by faith, by taking a step of faith, you are pleased and the prayers are already answered. Let me tell you something. When a, an altar call is being called, don't be ashamed because it's at that point in time where your God has answers for you. It is in that point in time where Father God is ready to minister to you. 
Arise, daughters and sons of the living God. You are the light bearers. You are the light bearers. The Lord has separated you for times such as this so that he may empower you. When you are empowered, you are going to encourage others with the encouragement that you are encouraged with. Father God never ceases to amaze us. Let me tell you something. Because I have called the altar call, I did it under unction of Holy Spirit. The Lord has already answered you. I'm going to come, you know, just to pray for you. But God says I must tell you that your prayers are already answered. Your prayers are already answered. That which you could not do, the Lord says that, lift up your hands, he's going to make it possible for you to be able to make it. And there will be a testimony in this house. There will be a testimony in this house and it shall not delay in the name of Jesus. There's a cry, my brother. A deep cry. Very deep because you are a man. We have this thing of saying men don't cry. We say tigers don't cry. Cry to your father in heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your answer will not delay. The answer will not delay. There's power in unity. The Lord says, I must tell you, you know why will you be blessed? Because of unity. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. At the end, the Lord says, there will be blessings, even life forevermore. You will live and not die. I declare Psalm 118 verse 17 upon your lives that you will live and not die to declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you would like to know more about our ministry, visit our website at lwpe.co.za. You are formed to function, so let's build.